What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Norris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, big game here tomorrow. So we're recording this on Sunday. Obviously, it'll be the day you guys are listening. UConn versus San Diego State. What is your pick? I'm going UConn. UConn looked dominant last game, and I think they played a better team um, than San Diego State did. I mean, FAU, obviously, a Cinderella story, a very good team. But... Maybe not even the Cinderella story. They were just underseeded. But uh, obviously a nine seed making it to the final four isn't, you know, a four seed like Miami. So, or five seed, whatever they were. So, yeah, I got UConn here. They've been looking really good all tournament. And I just feel like yeah. they're like a more classic basketball program. Like, I just can't see San Diego State winning a championship. But, hey, I'd love to see it at the same time. It'd be cool. Yeah, UConn's just like a buzzsaw right now. Like, doesn't seem like there's going to be any stopping them, so. Um, that's my pick as well. Mm-hmm. I was really pulling for FAU. They had a you know pretty good game. It was a really good game, but they played pretty well. Is that what I'm saying? I guess. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the buzzer beater, heartbreaking, but it was a great shot. That guy got to his spot, got a just beautiful shot. It was yeah. It was great to see. Looks like me back in the day at the park, you know. Oh yeah, the school bell, sending kids yeah. home. You were a demon, but yeah, it's gonna be a good game. So we'll be back next week with our reaction to what actually happened, but yeah, we're rocking with UConn for sure. I got two amendments I got to make on last week's episode. I feel like I'm turning to LeBron with the lies. We made an episode all about him. I think we're going to have to rank my lies. Mine are just misremembering things though. One, I said, I never actually said what it was, but I remembered a gum commercial. I said, I thought Juicy Fruit, but it wasn't 100% on that, but it was a Juicy Fruit commercial with Forever by Chris Brown. It was a double mint commercial, which makes more sense because double your pleasure, double your fun, double mint mm-hmm. makes sense more than Juicy Fruit, which like isn't double of anything. <laughs> yeah. So that would been kind of out of pocket. And the other one was, I said that Leaving by Justin McCartney, I had on a Tooth Tunes toothbrush. It was actually Beautiful Soul. So I got to set the record straight. Yeah, you got to quit with the cat, bro. It's getting out of control. I know. I'm really doing the most out here. Yeah, I mean, at least you're you're fixing your mistakes. Though. At least that's all we can ask. So I know I have to. Let's get into our songs of the week here. If you're new, we give three shout outs to songs we had encounters with this week. Whether it's our listening, we heard it played somewhere, some story to go along with it. Kick us off here with your first song of the week. Uh, so my first song of the week, I went with uh, Weston Road Flows by Drake. Um, I think we'll be hearing from this artist again, but I just have to make the point of that this is a top five Drake song. Are you with a wall? Yeah, I will definitely argue with that one all day. I brought it up to you because we were talking about Marvin's Room last week because that was one of your songs. Been on a big Drake kick, I see. But I was wondering where it got eliminated on our Drake bracket we did a couple months back and actually lost in the first round which marvin's room losing in the first round is like crazy to think about but it lost to western road flows which is a good song and one of your favorites so i understand why it lost but i was team marvin's room there for sure so that was tough to see my first track of the week is sweetest girl by wyclef john akon and lil wayne this is a track i had not heard in years i had not thought about in years and then one day just early this week one of the lines got stuck in my head. I was just thinking about it. She used to be the sweetest girl and I had to listen to it. And I listened to it like three times in a row. It was such a good song, a song I just forgot about, but it's a classic. Yeah, definitely a classic there. Um, I had to give it a listen as well. When you had sent it, I'd been like forever since I'd heard the song. Mm -hmm. So for my number two track here, we have another Drake track. 
uh we have no lie uh with uh drake and two chance i mean just a classic song this is like one of the first songs i ever remember listening to i that's crazy. i was in fourth not ever like one of the new like rap songs you know that i uh, consistently listen to stuff like it fourth grade i think um fourth grade i was banging this shit you know just uh i mean just go read the lyrics menace. and that, that was i was really him in fourth grade you know that was <laughs> yeah, me i was really living were. that life I oh was yeah no lie so <laughs> that's fire i don't remember what grade i was in when that came out but gotta be like eighth or ninth i think it was the summer to eighth or ninth grade actually so that that's another just crazy i love the age differences <laughs> my next song is hang with me by spenzo this is a track another one it just popped into my head i haven't thought about spenzo in years but there was a minute where i think people thought spenzo was like him the next drill god out of chicago he was really running it for a couple minutes he had hang with me and he had wifer and those songs were just huge and i was thinking back it's kind of another perfect example of like Hoopston being randomly like early. Although Spenzo yeah. never really like blew up. Hoopston was like big on Spenzo. Like I definitely wasn't the one who discovered Spenzo. Like people were just listening to him. He was bubbling in Hoopston and I heard his tracks. We were talking about his tracks. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is kind of fire. So I thought about that track, had to give it a shout out. I don't know if it's a song that anybody is going to know. Like you didn't uh, know it. I don't know if people listen to this. I'm sure like people that were like, at Hoopston High School at the same time <laughs> as I was would probably remember it. But other than that, man, I have no idea. So if you're listening and you remember Spenzo, drop a comment, hit us up because I got to know if he's just like an anomaly for Hoopston or what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just another one of the artists we put on to the world. So yeah. Um, moving on to my third track, you know, I was, I was riding around in my car. I was thinking, you know, what's, what's my third song going to be? You know, I kind of let it choose me. And Know Yourself came on. I was like, okay, the Drake, the Drake trifecta is complete. The first clean sweep we've had um, during this Big. little series here. So um, congrats to Drake, you know, just yeah, another accomplishment. Jersey. Yeah, I like that track. Obviously, I like that you used it this week because I posted my B-Reel the, the other day when I was on a run and I commented running it through the six because you commented on our replied running through the six so i thought that that was just it's a good tie in there as well yeah my final song i am gonna stick with the drake theme here i'll give him some love i'll give him one i got sticky i was out last night in lafayette with the boys at purdue and sticky came on i would say the music was like pretty eh all night but -hmm. sticky came on pretty late in the night and it hit i hadn't heard sticky in a couple weeks and i've never really heard it out before like it's definitely a good yeah. song like honestly never mind is probably a pretty good project in general to play at a bar or club or whatever but that was really the first time i had heard stick i haven't been out too many bars since it dropped so it was really hidden it was one of my favorites when it dropped and that was just a, like another reason why it was just great yeah i feel like that one could like have like be really good for like an environment like a club you know um mm-hmm. yeah it's club music honestly never mind is so oh yeah uh i'll request that next time i'm at a bar yes sir to on the touch tunes all right let's get in today's topic it's not march anymore so we're finally off the brackets i guess before we get into it we got to give a special shout out to heartless by kanye west which won the 2008 bracket voted by you guys on our instagram love story we thought that that one was gonna have a big run oh. got upset i don't know if it's an upset but lost to uh, bleeding upset. love 
Yeah, probably an upset. Leona Lewis made it the championship though, so shout to her. Yeah, I was listening to that one though, and I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, it's a great song. It could make a good run, but it's not better than Love Story. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're just so different. They're like polar opposites almost, and I love them both for different reasons. But I'm I'm glad Heartless got a win. That was it's a great song. It deserved it. There was a lot of songs on the bracket that could have deserved it though. So I think if there's probably like six options that if they would have won, I would have been happy. Like Viva La Vida, Chasing Pavements, Love Story, Bleeding Love, any of those won, I'm cool. So they, yeah, I mean, who, people whoever, picked a good song. Yeah, whoever picked those songs, they did a great job. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, officially off of brackets for the pod for a minute at least. We got one in the works in the future, the Jake Cole bracket with my boy AJ. That'll be big. That's coming up sometime soon. But this week we're doing our top five rap duos, modern rap duos. You know, obviously there's a lot of classic rap duos. We got to give some love to, but that's not this episode. This episode is going to be more focused on like 2000s and after a little bit of wiggle room there. So there's no like Eric B and Rakim, Gangstar, yeah. Blackstar, 8Ball and MJG, UGK, Mob D, people like that probably deserve their own episode. And maybe we'll have to make that happen. But today well, let's get into these modern rap duos some of these are like official duos that have a name as a group or have released a project and some are just very frequent collaborators that you know have enough out there to be considered for this uh excited to see what you picked here i think this is going to be kind of different i think we're going to kind of go different directions here so let's see let's get into the first one here with yours okay so for my first one here this is kind of like my only one that you could consider a newer i'd say like you know 2015 or after they collaborated a little bit before that uh but i have travis scott and young thug here Ooh. i didn't know who i wanted to pick for travis scott i wanted to have a collaborator with him thought about quavo but i just feel like huncho jack jack huncho it didn't you know it didn't go the way it should have and i feel like a travis scott and young thug collab would do crazy numbers or mm-hmm. would have um unfortunately it doesn't look like that's likely though um I just, I don't know. I feel like every time they're together, they, they really don't miss. So I feel like that's a key element in this list here. They don't have maybe the volume that the others do, but. Yep. That was exactly my comment. I don't think they have the volume and I only have one non like album duo mm-hmm. on my list. And it was for the volume reason. This, the duo I picked obviously did have enough volume, but I wanted to pick like drake and the weekend i was debating that OVOXO. Yeah. i mean but they don't have enough out there i was debating the weekend and travis also don't have enough mm-hmm. out there in my opinion but young thug and travis they definitely have a good amount of songs and every song has been a hit so i definitely like that pick a lot like you said huncho jack kind of flopped otherwise that could have been it if they would have put out a project of 10 oh my decides yeah we might be having a different discussion but we're not. And I think that Young Thug collab album, if it ever would happen with him and Travis, unlikely, like you said, but I think it definitely be special because Young Thug, he's always kind of pushing boundaries, doing things a little bit different. I think Travis is in a different way than Young Thug. So I think they complement each other nicely on a project. Definitely. Um, I That was one I, I definitely wanted to get the nod to. I kind of wanted to do someone a little bit newer, quote unquote, compared to the other four that I have here. So mm-hmm. for sure. I like that pick though. I'll get to my first one here. Like I said, I only have one duo that is not like an official duo that's put out a project together or has a name. 
And for that reason, they're going to have to be my five spot just because they're like an unofficial duo. And it's Drake and Lil Wayne. I'm sure you're going to have them here probably higher, pretty high, I would imagine. But like I said, they still don't have projects. So for that reason, I'm going to put them a little bit lower. I think you're definitely going to be a little bit questioning of my next pick, putting them above Drake and Lil Wayne. We'll get into that. But yeah, I would say they're essential duo to my music listening growing up. I was listening to them like crazy. They're two of my most listened to artists of all time, I would imagine. And they have so many classic songs, but they just don't have that album. They have hits. They got deeper cuts. They got the BB King freestyles. They got the She Wills. They got the motto, HYF. Yeah. They got so many tracks. It, we did a whole episode about them. We don't need to talk about them anymore until we get to yours, I guess, because I'm sure they're going to be there. But yeah, they had to have a spot here, especially talking about these modern rap duos. But I just don't think they can go any higher here. That's it's disrespectful. That's my only comment. Uh, yeah, moving we'll on here. Uh, I have uh, Dr. Dre and Eminem. This is like, I feel like they, they were due for a spot here. Uh, Cause like, I remember I forgot about Dre. Like I was like maybe 10 years old. My mom had played that. She's playing in the car on like a burnt CD. And that's kind of like what got me into, you know, Dr. Dre, Tupac, you know, I kind of started venturing off into them afterwards. Um, you know, and then obviously Eminem was just always around and everything, but forgot about Dre. That's just one of my favorite tracks ever, just because of, because of that, that moment there moments like that. So mm -hmm. that's a fire duo. It's a duo that I probably personally don't respect enough. I need to go deeper in Dr. Dre's catalog, uh -huh. especially with him being my birthday twin and all, but I just haven't done it enough. Like I've given a lot of these projects like listens, but never like thorough, thorough listens and revisits and all that. Maybe it's due. Maybe you're giving me the push for that. Like obviously you got the chronic hanging up there, gave it a listen definitely once through, but that's like probably about it. So I should definitely do that. 2001, all those projects. Uh, so I think you're uh, yeah the and then another just a little last touch for the dr dre and eminem duo here i need a doctor that video is a hit when i was a kid i used to watch the whole thing with the car crash in the front the vivo videos those were goaded oh yeah that's fire i haven't thought about that song in a long time my next duo here this is the one i think you're gonna have an issue with but this is my listening in the day okay. so they're gonna have yeah. a place here it's all subjective it is I got the host scares. I got Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Over Drake and Lil Wayne. Over Drake and Lil Wayne. For the sole reason that they have a project. If Drake and Lil Wayne had a project, I was I was kind of thinking maybe it's a little contradictory because Drake and Lil Wayne have albums worth of songs. So I could I, yeah. see the reason for putting them above. But I think that having an album is almost more of like a stamp like i feel like people look at like black star project with talib kwali and most def and they're like oh yeah that was like influential that was a moment and i kind of feel like for that like high level underground experimental rap of the 2020s and like 2010s it's danny brown jpeg mafia so like this is like a moment and it's a great project and they have one other song together, so they haven't had like a crazy amount of songs, but I feel like they're very, very high quality. And so for that reason, I have them here. I feel like it, this ranking would have worked maybe a little bit better if they had more songs than Drake and Lil Wayne, but they, may, they don't even have a quarter, maybe even a quarter of the songs together. It's, got, it's like half, I'd, I'd say half. It's probably a third. Yeah, a third or a half. Uh, I, I can't respect the pick. I, I like that they made the list. 
but over Drake and Lil Wayne. That's dis- that's even more disrespectful. It's the quality. But, it's the quality yeah. for me. That's my yeah, Drake, line. Drake and Wayne suck together, you know? <laughs> no, that's true. I, I, I guess my thing is like, there's so many tracks for like Drake, Wayne, and others. But yeah, like the Drake, Wayne, and like, just those two, there's not as many. So that's kind of like another reason why it's a little bit lower, like lower than them. Because um, mm-hmm. if you kind of shrink that down to just Drake and Lil Wayne, it kind of gets it closer to quantity uh, of Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. But yeah, I knew it's crazy. It's definitely recency bias. If you ask me in six months, might not even be in the top five, but right now I'm loving this project. I see the long-term influence and the moment that it is it had to have a spot here. Maybe not top four, but I, I'm i fine with where I put it. All right, moving on here for my third <laughs> pick. I have uh, Kanye West and Jay-Z. I didn't know which collaborator I wanted to choose for Kanye. I was thinking about Pusha T. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's between Jay-Z and Pusha T for me. I mean, there's nothing, no other collaborator there that is deserving of a spot on this list. Obviously watch the throne is just a classic project and you know, they've done a lot together since then. Um, Donda. I love um, jail. That's just, I, I love jail. I don't know why that's like one of my just favorite songs off Donda. Um, I know some other people rock with uh, some other tracks a little bit more, but even into the 2020s, Jay-Z and Kanye are still doing it. So no, that's a great spot for them. They're going to be coming up on my list. Of course. I feel like Watch the Throne is one of the most celebrated collab albums, especially in recent years, in the past 15 years. So I think it obviously deserves a spot here. I'll get to my next one, though. I got Run the Jewels here. This is another one, you know, they're a little bit less popular than Drake and Lil Wayne and stuff, obviously, and probably less popular than most on this list. But they also do have the quantity they got four run the jewels projects mm-hmm. they've been running it since like 2010 and i probably haven't been listening to them since 2016 or whatever like that was probably when i got on them but run the jewels fire they're heavy in my workout playlist i feel like i'm always going to run the jewels lp killer production great rapper and killer mike you know he's always gonna come through with his thing as well so they're just a great duo i don't know how into them you are but yeah, I mean, this is like one I can I, I can respect, um, you know, a little bit. If you have them over Drake and Lil Wayne, okay, that's, that's personal preference there. They have four projects together, um, you know, lots of songs. So I'll respect that one a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, that was that's my thing. That was the only reason I actually did have, I'll say this, I did have Drake and Lil Wayne above JPEG Mafia and Danny, and then I switched it just for the reason that they don't have an album and that seems kind of contradictory because they have so many songs but i'm living with it whatever run the jewels stick on them that they got quantity of songs they got the quality i feel like they're one of the most like respected people obviously you got that kendrick line one of my all-time favorite kendrick lines uh you miss when hip-hop was rapping if you did and killer mac will be platinum i mean valid they're just underrated but the people that respect them got a lot of respect for them definitely uh moving on to my second pick here this is just going to be your number one. You all spoil it for everybody. I have Outcast. Um, pretty easily your number one there. Yes. Yeah. I figured, uh, I mean, just such an, I, I like nothing really needs to be said about about this pick here. I debated of having him one, but I didn't want our, I didn't want our picks to match up there. So 
Okay, we'll get uh, into them but, when I get. Yeah, I mean, just just classics though. Etail Aliens, uh, Equimini, Stanconia. Just I literally mm-hmm. anything anything they dropped together was just a classic. So, mm-hmm. except for maybe Idlewild, but yeah, that... we forget about that. <laughs> At my number two here, I got the throne. Kanye and Jay Z had to have a spot here. I mean. They only dropped the one project, but it's full of hits that people are still bumping to this day. And people are going to be bumping for as long as people listen to rap. They're like rap classics, Otis, Fellas in Paris, even like No Church in the Wild. Just songs that are going to stand the test of time for sure. They've been unavoidable for over a decade, and I think they're going to be for forever. So got to have them here. Even when they like teased that Watch the Throne 2 was going to come out, the internet like broke. That was a moment. It didn't even happen. We got jail since then, so that was just a good moment to at least get them back together. So, yeah, shout to watch the throne. Yeah, I mean, just such a great duo, of course. Uh, for my my number one, I, I have an even better duo here. Obviously, no collab project to date for them. Drake and Lil Wayne, um, they had to make it like this. I mean, this duo just I like is the reason why I love rap the way I do. You know, I just so many tracks, so many bangers. Um, and then like, you know, to your point, there's a lot of songs where they have a third or fourth person in there as well, but I mean, it's still a Drake and Wayne collab at the end of the day. Um, it is. We're all but missing a collab album from them, which I mean, I don't think it's out of question, but I'd say it's not likely that we ever get one. I agree. I don't think it would happen at this point in their careers, but if it happened in like 2011 or 2013, oh, that would have been yeah. crazy. Yeah, we were just talking last night about Kendrick and J. Cole, that collab album when I was with oh, the boys. Yeah, and I mean that would have been fire. That would have given them a spot here probably. But then we were oh, talking about like easily. What if it still dropped at some point, like ten years down the line when they were like retiring or retired uh-huh. or whatever? That'd be crazy. So we were talking about that, the possibility. I feel like that, that kind of could be the same thing as Drake and Lil Wayne. Like they could just drop it down the line, like songs from the vault one day. Yeah, we're just really deprived of that J. Cole and Kendrick album because, like, they don't really have too, too many collabs together. No. I'll, yeah, like, and then that Black Friday, it was just, was I, I still hold, I, yeah, we, we all still hold hope that we're getting that, so. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, that's a project where I feel like J. Cole almost gets disrespected a lot in, like, all-time rankings and stuff. And if he had that project with Kendrick, I feel like all those questions would just be out the window and he would be like in top 10 lists no question yeah it's it's really interesting with j cole i don't he just has like such a great career though is my thing oh we're a little off topic here but yeah i mean just we can do it we can go deep dive into (laughs) j cole whenever uh uh we do our bracket with aj so yeah we'll have to but yeah i guess i just had to give that shout out as like an honorable mention is like they got like what two songs together but uh, Kendrick and Jake Cole had a well, project. yeah I mean all you need you is seen them. all you need is a song and a project together to get on this list apparently yeah. <laughs> if you have nine songs yeah that's good enough for me yeah <laughs> uh all right I'm a number one you spoiled it obviously it's gonna be here though if you know me you know Outcast. not even a question the best duo of all time I think you can maybe make an argument for best group of all time it gets a little bit new grayer we're talking about wu-tang clan and groups like a lot of people a lot of different voices a lot of different styles all kind of stuff but outcast i think belongs on any all-time list we're talking about best rappers them individually as a group anything gotta have outcast here some of my favorite projects of all time 
they were kind of getting to a gray area here if we're doing like modern rap you know they had projects into yeah. the early 2000s so i gave them the nod here yeah it had to be here so many of my favorite songs of all time Dart of storytelling i mean hey yeah uh, a classic everybody knows it everybody loves yeah. it they Although just have just andre <laughs> but they're just timeless like they make the best yeah. rap like they are in the like older rap that i think feels like it was released today still for the most part yeah and i mean with that like they're just such a great group that they have you know that just a huge mega tracks diamond albums but then you i mean you listen to everything they have and it's literally all the you know same quality same sound um i mean just phenomenal group there of course so mm-hmm. so many essentials the goats truly so shout to outcast there was a couple shout outs i wanted to give to like some of these newer generation mm-hmm. rap groups duos that i just didn't end up going with one was earth gang earth gang I, they're just not at that level but yeah. i want to give them a little bit of love they crossed my mind i was like okay shout to earth gang clips push it to malice yeah. i mean that's a fire duo from the early 2000s they still i mean collabed a little bit as of late so you know maybe we'll get another clips album they get on here that'd be fire and one that i feel like you wouldn't think i would even consider but they got the hits little baby and gunna yeah that's uh that was one i was considering as well they would have made my honorable mention along with clips um so i mean there were some good groups or good duos we had to leave out but uh i feel like for the most part we got the correct ones on there or i did at least yeah i say yeah i'm sure you disagree with mine but whatever (laughs) let us know who your duos would be in the comments i feel like this is such a list that's based on what you listen to what you grew up on what you listen to now like that's the reason like drake and lil wayne i'm just not listening as much now as i was eight years ago so it's tough if you did this list then they're probably number one like i'm with you on that but now i'm more in like the danny and jpeg lane and that's why they're over them i don't know yeah i mean i i can't i just can't agree with it over drake and wayne but you know it's I okay respect it. it's, I your, respect it's your list opinion. i know and i question myself too they're very close and it's like they're the most like different duos. So it's just so tough to compare really, but, mm-hmm. and it's definitely recency bias. So maybe we should update this in a year and we'll see, but shout out to scare the hose. One of the best albums of the year so far, the best album of the year so far, in my opinion, we'll get into that in December probably. Yeah. We, we got a few months. In, so yeah, we do, but I'm so confident it'll be up there. So let's get into the news for the week. Start off with the releases. We got projects from Tyler creator, DJ drama, La Tyler, Larry June, the Alchemist, Toby Lou, Z Loopers, ASAP Ant, and Logic and C. Castro. It was a better week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you wanted to, you texted me about doing just a solely focused Tyler the Creator state sale project. But, you know, I listened to it, listen, listen to it again. Um, still not into it, unfortunately. So we, I just can't dedicate a whole episode to something I'm not, someone I'm just not too into. I try I though. I try I every time. I know. I respect it. That's crazy because I probably have some out of pocket takes about Tyler right now. Like that's how high on this project on Tyler as an artist I am right now. They just dropped a Tyler the Creator Rap Caviar documentary on Hulu. So far, if you like Tyler, if you don't like Tyler, I would suggest watching it because it, it is such a good look at his whole career, the arc of his come up into becoming a true artist and 
innovator, everything he is now. But I'll stick on the estate sale. This is such a good deluxe project. I see people saying it's the best deluxe of all time, which I truly don't know. Like, it's very good, but is it the best deluxe of all time? I don't know. Sorry Not Sorry is, I think, easily the best song I've heard this year. The video makes it, though, I will say. Like, seeing all the different Tylers dressed up, such a fire video. And then the identity list Tyler killing Tyler Bottler, fire. Uh, spoiler alert i guess if you haven't yeah. seen the video but it's not really like that deep of a spoiler um such a good video such a good track i feel like it's safely in my top 10 tyler tracks of all time like instantly it's up there as a whole though the deluxe is very good we finally got the vince staples and tyler collab on stuntman that's fire i kind of see why it didn't make call me if you get lost i feel like it has a little bit different vibe it's kind of similar to like what you get on Juggernaut or Lemonhead, but a little bit different. We finally get another ASAP Rocky and Tyler collab on Wharf Talk, one of the best tracks on the project. Dog Tooth, the first single, Fire, Tyler's Munch Anthem. And then two of the best produced tracks of the year so far on What a Day, produced by Mad Lib, and then Heaven to Me, produced by Kanye. So fire. Tyler is just in his rapping bag. He's been in his rapping bag for a minute. I feel like he obviously switched it up a lot with the melodies and stuff with Igor, but he's back on the raps. Uncomfortable lost. And he's keeping his foot on the gas with these Lucy's. So love to see it. One of the most fire lines. I forget what track it is, but it's a line that I didn't like realize the first time I listened to it on second list. I was like, oh what? And when he said something, he said, uh, hitting Willie's like Chris retaliated. And that was a bar. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good bar. It's just a standout for me. Let's get into the singles this week. We got G Easy, Lil Peep, Rod Wave, Quavo, and Yeet, 504N, Daniel Caesar, Nardo Wick and Lil Baby, Polo G, Southside, Black Thought, uh, Chavo and Pierre Bourne, Gucci Man and Baby, and 21 Savage. Pretty good week for the singles as well. Yeah, uh, I very, very solid week. I feel like. For singles, this is one of the better ones you could have for sure. So mm-hmm. a lot of big names there for sure. I like the Daniel Caesar one a lot. Very excited for that project. I think that's this week. I've been saying about every single he's been uh, dropping. I feel like I'm never, I also Daniel Caesar a pretty good amount, but I'm very excited for this one. Uh-huh. Like this is the yeah. most excited for a project I've been at his. No, I, I like the single as well. Um, and then, of course, I, I got to bring it up and make the point every time. You know, shout out to Lil Peep's uh, family and whoever, whoever he is running it. Uh, <laughs> You know, just bringing more tracks from SoundCloud over and not releasing a bunch of unreleased, half-put-together songs. Um, but yeah, I mean, just another W there. Oh, yeah. Great track. Love to have that stuff on streaming services. Back to the albums really quick. This is the last note I have. I got to give a special shout-out to Larry June and the Alchemist Project. Haven't heard all of it yet, but what I've heard so far, Larry June, underrated. If you haven't given him a listen, please do yourself a favor and do that. Let's get into some of the other news this week. We got two sort of teased collab albums this week. First, Mac Miller and Mad Lib. Mad Lib was talking to Sway and he was talking about finishing up that Mac album. That is going to be fire if that releases. It seems like it will. Uh, you never know how things work posthumously, but high, high hopes for that. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what the, what the feel is and kind of where they go with it. But obviously, you know, uh, with it being finished up by, you know, just such a great producer. Um, I feel like they can't really miss with this. I mean, no, it's new sure. Mac Miller. I agree. That's like how they talk about like Mad Villainy too. If that would come out, like you trust Mad Lib to 
know his collaborator enough to know what he would want and how to finish it up. So hopefully that comes one day too. I would uh, I would love that. The other collab album we got teased is JID and Metro Boomin. This was very unexpected, but they were talking about it on Twitter, and I'm all for it. I think JID, he's obviously growing in popularity, but I feel like that Metro Boomin collab would just give him some like mainstream Stamp. hits. Yeah. And he hasn't had enough of those of his own. So I am very hopeful for this one. I think it could be a real game changer for JID's career. Definitely. It just, I mean, having your name to attach is such a big producer like Metro Boom. And it's just, it's gonna do, it could do wonders, should do wonders. So mm-hmm, for sure. It's been another light week for news. So let's get into the last news. Lollapalooza lineup by day has released Kendrick Lamar. I got the shirt on, you know, got my tickets. I'll be there on Friday. Gotta see our generations go at the least. I have not seen him yet. I have to. So I'm there on Friday. Damn, Kanye's returning to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, different generations, but uh, it's similar but different. Kanye's more like it, he's had he's had his two generations though. That's true. He has. It's just different. Like I feel like Kanye's got that like 2005 to 2015, and then Kendrick's got like the 2015 to now. Yeah, I so that's that. like that's my generation. It's like it's not 2000s, 2010s. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a middle of the decades. But yeah, excited for that. He's gonna be on Friday with Thames, Biba Doobie, uh, Kafune, who I've been liking a lot. Indie group, Ken Carson, Ecstasy, and then DJ Diesel. Shaq's gonna be there, so might have to tap into Shaq. I've never seen him. He's been at Lala before, but I haven't seen his set. I'm sure he just like plays music and just gets hyped. But yeah, I'd be excited to see him. Uh, Saturday, you got J.I.D., Pusha T, Destroy Lonely, and Gene Dawson. Very solid day. If Kendrick wasn't there, I would probably be on Saturday. And then Sunday with a sleeper day, you got Red Hot Chili Peppers and Joey Badass, which is kind of a good combo. Two separate things, but enjoy both of them a lot. But yeah, light week for the news. I think that's really going to do it. I'll say this on the podcast, on the record. Not going to be next week, but I've been thinking Ox Battle. I think we got. Oh my god! I was literally just gonna finish that. I wasn't gonna say anything because every time I just (laughs) surprise you with it, I was gonna say Ox Battles next week, but we can delay it another week after that. So I'm glad we're in the same mind frame there. We got to do it soon. I don't know what week it's gonna be, but it's coming up. So give us some categories. Hit the DMs on Instagram at Second Avenue Pod, and we'll be back with that one pretty soon. But that's gonna do it for this week, guys. Have a great one. We'll see you next week. Peace.